All right, I'm recording. Grand. Are you recording? I am recording, yes. All right. <clears throat> Let me clear that from my throat. All right, there we go. All right, there of course, of course. So, what's your name? My name is Drew Horowitz. And Drew, where do you live? I'm in the beautiful Denver, Colorado. Oh, nice. Yes, lovely. And Drew, what is it that you do in Denver? What type of artist are you? I'm an actor. All right, so Drew, what's your question? Uh, my question is about uh, negotiating contracts. What's a, what are the, some of the best ways to negotiate um, contracts? Do actors share any tips on how to negotiate? I don't. Th- I, I haven't. I don't think I've had that conversation with uh, with anybody here, except for my wife. This is Artist File. Here's your host, Felipe Cabezas. We all want better contracts so that we can make more money and get better perks. Most of us don't have agents or managers though, so we have to negotiate for ourselves. Unfortunately, that makes most of us uncomfortable. We often lack experience doing it and rarely share tips with each other. So what should we do? How do we approach negotiations? Man, you're like a total renaissance woman. (laughs) Well, thank you. (laughs) That's Yvonne King. She's a business, intellectual property, technology, and arts and entertainment lawyer who works with a wide range of clients, from individual artists to Fortune 500 companies. In previous lives, she's also been an architect and musician. It's hard to represent yourself and you know speak up for yourself in situations like this. But that's all in the mindset. Say, hey, I, I have a unique talent. I am an artist. I have something to bring to this production, and I deserve to uh, be compensated for my talents and my efforts and my experience. And so that's the first step. Second step is to prepare. And what do you do to prepare? You gather information and do research because knowledge is power. And this means knowing about the opposing party and knowing what the industry standard is. You know, what have others received in similar situations? Talk to others that you trust. So you do reading, research, talking. Uh, There's a caveat though. You know, what others may have received in similar situations isn't the ceiling. It's just some, you know, guidance. And then envision what you want. You know, what do you, what do you really, really want in this opportunity, your must-haves? And then what, what would you like to have, your wish list, but you're okay without them. So those are your nice-to-haves. So this way, by envisioning what the whole package would look like, it'll enable you to know what to push for and what you can give up. And those are your bargaining chips or your giveaways when you're negotiating. Would you recommend always having nice-to-haves so that way if you lose ground in the negotiations, you're just taking away something that isn't essential for you? That's a hard question um, to answer because it just depends on the particular deal, the particular circumstances. Um, so generally, try to have some nice to haves, but you know, after I, it just depends. But the information that I get, that's just a guideline, right? That's not a fixed and hard number per se. Right, it is a guideline, and you go with what your gut is saying. It's like. 
well, this guy asked for, you know, X dollars, but, you know, my situation is a little different. I'm also coming in with, you know, A, B, and C. So maybe it, I, I can ask for more. I think the other thing is, is um, like I was saying before, your mindset. You know, I think um, there, there's leverage. So there's perceived leverage and there's actual leverage. It may not always be the same. Like your perceived leverage may often be like, oh, I'm the little artist, so I have no leverage. But they may think, wow, this guy is awesome or she's an incredible artist. I really, really need her look, her talent. And so I need to give her whatever she's coming in to ask. And you may be on the other side having no idea that they're they're thinking that. So you go in with the confidence. You have a unique talent. You have something to bring to this production. You deserve more or you deserve these, you know, five things. And so if you approach, you need to approach the negotiations from a confident, strong, and professional position and be a little attached, detached, sorry, detached. And tell yourself, you know, what's the worst thing that could happen? Okay, you don't get the gig, but are you going to die? No, probably not. So knowing that whether you get this or not, you will always be all right, often puts things into perspective and takes away that desperation that people can sense intuitively. Yeah, so it kind of seems like to me, a great part of it is a mind game. It's, uh, it's kind of like two people really attracted to each other and they're, you know, they're fawning over one another, but they're trying to play it really cool when they go on a date. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. That's right. So all of a sudden, it's becoming a, a game. There's all of that. But what I found to end up uh, with good good results, good negotiations, successful negotiations, is that you try to be as honest and forthright as possible and and be transparent and try to hear each other's concerns and issues and say, hey, how about we compromise? Let's do a little bit of this and do a little bit of that, and then we might be able to meet in the middle. So one thing that's assumed is a very basic question, but why should I negotiate? Well, if you don't negotiate, then you just accept the package as it's presented to you. And then depending on the circumstances, you may find out later after the facts like, oh my gosh, I should have asked for this or this is missing or this happened to me and uh, the contract doesn't account for it. And also, this is, you, you get this in everyday life. The, the other side comes to, to you and say, here, sign this contract. It's standard. It's just a standard contract. You know, just look, look over it real quickly right now and just sign on the dotted line. When someone tells you that, it's, you always know that that standard contract is their standard contract. That contract was written from their perspective to protect their interests. That's what makes it a standard contract. It's not a standard contract like, oh, this is a fair contract. Everyone signs it because it's fair. It, it may be fair, but you can't assume that just because they, they use those words, this is a standard contract. So essentially... Why should I negotiate is to tailor a contract that fits me. Exactly. Yeah. Because 
every situation is different and you know they've already got their issues covered in that contract but it may not cover your your issues so then the drawbacks of not negotiating are that nothing is tailored to me and i'm a passive participant in my career essentially exactly i'm i'm always encouraging my clients to be proactive rather rather than reactive now one worry that many artists have they say ah i don't I don't feel comfortable negotiating because I may lose the work opportunity. There's so many other artists out there, and I don't want to be seen as bossy and uncooperative. I need to uphold my reputation. What do you say to that? Well, uh, it can be true. Maybe artists are a dime a dozen, lawyers are a dime a dozen, but every person is unique. You can't fall into that thinking trap that you're that replaceable and you just have to believe in yourself I and mean, that that comes from within that has nothing to do with negotiations or whatever but you also have to look at the realistic side as well uh, and you you evaluate everything from a detached standpoint not a desperation it's like oh my gosh i better i better take it because three people are waiting in the wings more like if i take this what are what are my benefits? What am I going to get out of this? And is it going to be worth it? And how far, how much do I want to, um, I don't know if giving up is the right word, but, you know, how much is it worth it? Worth, how much worth is it, you know, in the big scheme of things? And these best practices that you've shared with us, you use them in all sorts of negotiations, I would imagine. So essentially what you're telling us isn't different from negotiating with a Fortune 500 company. That's right. Very, very true. And a dose of motivation to jumpstart your day. Now hopefully, event helped you rethink how to approach negotiations. And hopefully you'll feel more confident the next time you discuss a contract. Remember though, Artist File provides general guidance not advice on matters of interest to artists. The goal is to enable you to think more intelligently about managing business, not to tell you what to do. For professional advice regarding contracts, consult a local lawyer, art support organization, or volunteer lawyers for the arts. And we're halfway done with our pilot season. Make sure others get in on the action by sharing Artist File with family and friends. And if you want to ask a question or to answer one, visit www.artist-file.com and click on the appropriate link on the right-hand side. Until next time.